Welcome, friends, to another edition of Five Movie Madness, where this is Alpaca. $25,000 Alpaca. You blot that shit. I'm your host for this week, Corey. And with me, I've got Matt. The podcast is Hall of Fame in my book. And Joe. I demand perfection. That's so good. You haven't been able to guess. Today we are doing top five Denzel Washington movies um, to coincide or kind of coincide with his new movie, Little Things, out now on HBO Max. And I guess if your theaters in your area are open, you could probably see this in theaters, too. I don't know what the deal is. It might have already H- came and went. Yeah, I'm not sure. H- these HBO Max releases, I don't know if it's coinciding with, th- with when things would be in the theater. They are. It's the yeah. same day. Okay. I think it's, I think it's on HBO for like a month. It's only yes. oh, it's only on HBO yeah. for a month. Yes. Well, shit, I gotta get on watching that then. Yeah, I did the same thing with Wonder Woman. I think it was all of January or until like the end of January. Got it. Got it. I did not realize that was the case. I didn't realize they were putting things up and taking them down so quick. Like Planet Fitness. <laughs> oh. Put it down. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. So, uh, anybody have anything good happening this week? You had a funny thing happen. All right, tell me about it. Man. What? <laughs> Joe's freaking me out. All I, right. I, I want to know what it is. Okay. Uh, we went to my in-laws last Saturday for uh, a game night. What'd you play? And Sorry. I we played. God damn it! You you got in there right as I was about to say it. <laughs> nice. Well, we like the game sequence a lot. We've split up as couples, so it's. Uh, my wife's parents, me and my wife versus uh, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law. It's a fun game. I don't know if you ever played it or not. Never so even heard card. of it. It's no. a board game slash card game with chips involved. It's a lot of fun. Hard to explain. But once you see it, is you it can poker? Play. It is not poker. Okay. We should have a poker night, boys. We should. Unrelated. Yes, unrelated. Totally unrelated. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they got a bunch of different games for Christmas, so we're going through which ones to play. So there was this one game that required like no effort. It was like it was, it was it was a card game where the person reads a question on the card and you have to point to the person who you think that question represents. Yeah. I've like imagine it's, if it's kind weird. Of. Yeah, or uh, I would you rather have never have a ever it was like along those okay, like yeah, yeah. So it, it was really disturbing questions to answer in front of your and family yeah family like who here has tried cocaine and you're supposed to point to the person you think has tried cocaine <laughs> <laughs> and then they have to like confirm or deny if it, if they have no they don't have to confirm or deny you're just oh. outing them like oh, yeah, so like majority rules like you get a point kind of okay. i mean it's pretty it's pretty clear that my father-in-law did like a line of coke off of the billy's bathroom back in the day so clearly i'm gonna point to him like, what do you even do in that situation? It, it's 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 crazy. And then there was like sexual stuff. So oh, then God. like me, oh, my, my wife, and my brother in law and sister in law, like since they're married and we're married, we like we got like for the sexual stuff, we'll just point at our partner and they'll point at us. So it's like less awkward. But the parents weren't understanding that. So they were like actually trying to do it. It's like I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> so Mom and incredible. Dad, stop pointing at me. <laughs> Like, who do you think was the oldest person to lose their virginity? And it's like, what do you? <laughs> Why is everybody crazy, pointing at me craziness. in this situation? They just, this they is just ridiculous. pointed a picture of Jesus they have on the mantle. <laughs> but <laughs> the, the funniest one was, uh, whose voice do you think belongs on the radio? So 
two like most of them pointed at me. Then my mother-in-law pointed at my brother-in-law Josh, and I'm like, I host a podcast, and she's like, yes, but I never heard your voice. And she like misspoke. I'm like, what? You're hearing it right now. <laughs> exactly. So that like broke me up. I don't, I've been teasing her about it nonstop ever since. It's pretty funny though. Well, apparently she needs to subscribe to the podcast because yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we're, we're not doing a good enough job getting that word out. Apparently. Well, apparently I mean, not. what's what's funny, funny is that. So I was telling you guys about my lesson for Friday, and how I had to do a bunch of like fake radio interviews with a bunch of ancient pharaohs. When I got done one of them, it was with the ELA teacher for the eighth grade. And as we were finishing up, as I like stopped the recording or whatever, he literally just kind of like slouched in his chair. He's like, you're so good at that like voice acting thing. I'm like, I'm not acting. I'm just doing what I would do on my podcast. It's no different. It's the same thing. I just have a radio personality at this point, having done it for what? How long? How long have we been at this? Four years now? Not this show, but just in general, like... Yeah, something like that. Between Zero's Talking Heroes and this, we've got to be going close to four years. Yeah. What year did Civil War come out? Was it 2017? I'm looking that up right now. 2016? Well, 52-ish episodes a year. Yeah, so it's probably over four years we've been doing this. Yeah. We're close to five. Nice, guys. Proud of us. One day we'll get good at it. (laughs) Maybe. I think we're good at it. One day people, more people will hear us. And that'll, Either or. that'll be a magical day. Maybe the iTunes will just like, hey, check out this podcast. New and noteworthy. Yeah, something. Uh, what I would do to be new and noteworthy. <laughs> Who I wouldn't wait, what? I'm sorry, huh? <laughs> so. But yeah, awkward game night at my in-laws. Fun, fun times. Great. Yeah. I, can't, I, uh, I, I almost want to cringe imagining myself being in that, in that situation. I, I don't think I've been put in that type of awkward situation at any point in time luckily for me but i don't want to put myself in your shoes i'm not gonna lie to you i'll just leave it be let it lie well like we've played cards against humanity before and it is kind of funny when only half the table knows what bukaki means <laughs> <laughs> but that's like a fun awkward this is like you're on this the spotlight yeah. on you yeah. type of awkward. <laughs> well and i think that the other thing about things especially like cards against humanity is that like there's an anonymity to it like if you sure. if you put something horribly fucked up down and the person doesn't pick it, nobody really knows it was you that put that horrible thing down. But if they do pick it and you have to fight that moral battle with yourself, like, how much do I want the card? Uh, first of all, I always want the card. If somebody oh, yeah. picks, if winners somebody, want the card. If somebody picks my horrific, horrific choice, then at least I know that there's somebody else that shares my dark, disgusting sense of humor, and I'll fucking take it. It's like a battle between your brain and the heart. Yeah. Yeah. Your brain's asking your heart, what do you want to do? And the heart's like, I want the card. And your brain's like, winners always do. <laughs> <laughs> Trick question. <laughs> winners always do. Don't worry about it. Just rip somebody's head off this next, this next play. That's it. So, all right. Well, let's get into it. Let's get into a little five movie madness, ladies and gentlemen. So. We settled on a topic, which was top five Denzel Washington movies, as I said earlier. After that, we went our separate ways. We watched a bunch of Denzel movies. We searched our hearts and souls to decide which our favorite five Denzel Washington movies are. And we made our own lists. And now we're back here. We're recording. And we're going to go around and uh, reveal those lists to each other as well as you. We'll start with our five and go four, three, two, and one. If at any point 
a movie is higher on somebody else's list, we will table that movie to the highest possible point, and then we will talk about it then. Let's get into it. Matt, your number five Denzel Washington movie is? Well, I've seen 28 of them, according to my Letterboxd account. That's, That's so nice. many fucking movies. That's like half? Over half? Yeah, just under half. He's got 61 credits on IMDb. And number 28 was the the little things. I actually watched the new HBO Max movie. I don't know if you guys watched it yet. Corey, you have not. I have not. Did you I, watch it? I also haven't. Worth it? Okay. Mm, not to spoil anything, no. It's terrible. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. Well, I'm going to... Nah, never mind. That's ripping off someone else's tweet. I don't want to use that material. It doesn't make my five, in other words. It does not make my five. That was actually not my... At all. I, I was wondering about if it was going to make somebody's five. No. We can talk about it later on. Yes, put we a can. spoiler alert on. But uh, anyway, my number five is The Equalizer. Uh, table. A, yeah, table. All right, very good. I'm glad it made all three lists. Awesome. Cool. Joe? Number uh, my number five is uh, American Gangster. Table it. Nice. Bubble. Bubble? Yeah. Wow. My number five is Philadelphia. Okay. No. Uh, it, this is a really good movie. Uh, I like it. It is lower on my list than maybe it should be compared to the rest of my list. But because I feel like when I think of it, I think Tom Hanks, not Denzel Washington. Same. That's I I, I that's put probably. it I put it lower on my list, not because it it might not be a better movie than some of the other ones, but because I don't think of Denzel when I think of this movie. I forgot he was in it. Yeah, I, not hard to do. Tom Hanks really steals the show, but I mean, it's a good story. It's a story about the LGBTQ community when movies like that were not being made, not being talked about. I, I think that that's, you know, I, I just like the story itself. Yeah. I and, saw this movie in health class yeah, in definitely. high school or well, junior I mean, high, something. It, it deals a lot with the HIV epidemic, too. Oh, that's a fair point. Yes. Yeah. So it's it, it, it would be something that you would end up seeing in a health class. Good for them, though. That's probably the best movie I was shown in school outside of, like, probably. maybe Amadeus. I was definitely, I well. definitely watched... Um, Gladiator in high school, so I cannot say the same. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, my, uh, you know what? My senior English teacher showed us V for Vendetta towards the end of the year. Wow. That's cool, too. Yeah. That's an inspired choice. Uh, Not only was it an inspired choice, it was bootlegged. It had just hit theaters when I was in high school. (laughs) Was that 06? 06. It was 06. I took a trip to NYC. I bought this bootleg DVD. I, I mean, <laughs> I, watch on it Canal Street. I lived right outside Philadelphia. I mean, he probably he probably took the train to Philly to get the bootleg. Honestly, they bootleg in all major cities. Who knew? I de- they definitely do it in Philly. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know that we have to to talk about Philadelphia all that much more. Um, I just realized you, how relevant this is. <laughs> that's right. You summed it up perfectly. I mean, you think of Tom Hanks because he he got the best actor nod for that. That's the first year because he went back to back best actor wins, so he won for Philadelphia. Then the following year, won for Forrest Gump. Um, really, and, really start seeing peak Tom Hanks around that time. Yeah, and it, it's it's cool that you put it on your list because it's like supporting role Denzel. So, and there's a there's a few other. Yeah, there's one other roles. movie I'm curious to see comes up for one yeah. of you guys because it didn't make my list. It didn't. I think I know what you're talking about. Didn't make my list either, but I it might make yours, Corey. We shall We're see. running out of spots for Corey's list. We only got two left. <laughs> you really do only have two left. 
All right. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot I'm running the show. You are running the show. That's on me. Uh, let us move on to the number fours. Uh, Matt, number four. My number four is Flight. I've never seen it. You should have watched it for this, I, I should have. I only had so much time. That's very true. I like this movie a lot. I like Flight a lot. It did not make my top five. Is he a okay, pilot? Flight. So, yeah, the story of Flight is he is a pilot. He's also an alcoholic. And something goes wrong with the plane. And he has to pull off some incredible maneuver where he flips the plane and lands it upside down. And it saves everybody, uh, both of the people on board. He, he, he lands the plane successfully. Few people get hurt. I think there's, a, there's one or two fatalities, though. But they, he was drunk when he did it. And so when he got rushed to the hospital, his BAC was... Like, you know, you could tell he um, was under the influence. and But the, like, airline commission doesn't want to out him because he's being viewed as, like, a national hero and it's, like, negative press. And they actually brought 10 of the best pilots in the world in a simulator and put them in the same situations to see if they could land the plane, and none of them could do it. So he does a great job. Denzel does a great job in it. He's struggling with his alcoholism, whether he should be honest or not. And it's, there, it goes into like a court case like type aspect, and it goes into his life and why he's an alcoholic. Very, very good movie. And that sequence when he is landing the plane is incredible. So the, the landing of the plane sequence is like a very small portion of the actual movie? It's very early on. Okay. It's, in, it's, it's, it's in Act 1. Then the rest of the movie is about the consequences, both positive and negative, of him landing that plane. And like what he has to, the decisions he has to make, him fighting with his uh, alcoholism. John Goodman is a support is a a supporting actor in this, and he plays Denzel's uh, drug dealer. <laughs> and uh, he is like, like I'm too. surprised. Nice. I'm surprised he didn't get like nominated for anything in this. He's like stole the show for me. But Denzel does a tremendous job, and I think he got nominated for best actor for it. I'm not positive on that. He gets nominated best actor for everything. Yeah, he's very good at getting to the doorstep. <laughs> he's won. The, this he won. Uh, Yes, he's won a Best Actor and a Best Supporting. Yeah. This came out what year? Oh, I was working at the time. That doesn't so, really help. <laughs> after college. So I'm going to say like 2011, 2012. Oh, wow. I didn't realize it was that old. It was 2012, um, yeah. Was this... I, I know for a fact that I always connect this movie to Sully. And I, always... and I think it predates the actual events of Sully. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. I believe so. Well, maybe not. Hold on. That'd be when crazy. Because they made a biopic about Sully. They did. And, I, and that's what I'm saying is like the story is very similar to Sully's story. And it's like Tom Hanks again. <laughs> I was going to say that. Is that the Tom Hanks one? Yeah. Uh, so nope. Sully came out in 2016. I wasn't yeah, sure but if that Sully, was Captain Phillips. The events of Sully was 2009. Okay. So. And Flight came out in 2012. Yes. So it. But Sully wasn't an alcoholic. No, but. I know. I, I, yes, <laughs> I get that. No, no, no. I know. I don't know if they had. They, this might have, like, stemmed from that idea for them to write the movie. I have no idea. But. Uh, because the, the second half of Sully is, is the same. It's the same general thing. Like, people are critiquing the maneuver. Saying, yeah. You remember they were. They put him through the ringer. Yeah. Poor guy does a great thing and he gets, like, chastised for it. So that's what we do. But anyway, yeah, flight. We hate both heroes. haven't seen it. Just check it out. It's awesome. Definitely. I will try to at some point. 
when we're not doing a ton of movies for this. <laughs> Get another week where you've seen a bunch of them. Uh, Can't wait. Joe, number four. <laughs> uh, my number four is a table from earlier, The Equalizer. Still tabled. Retabled. All right. Had a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's my number four, which is Malcolm X. The uh, slight table. Slight table. Bubble. Okay. I'm really interested to hear what the rest of your list is. I hope we have at least one in common. I mean, we already have one. We already have one across all three. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll we'll see from here on out. Um, that leads us to math number three. My number three is Inside Man. I wanted uh, that was the next one I was going to watch for this. I just ran out of time. Okay, fair enough. Corey, have you seen it? I have not seen it. No. Okay. All right. So Inside Man, it's a, a yet another collaboration between Denzel Washington and Spike Lee. Um, he works with like it, two directors, Spike Lee and Tony Scott, and then occasionally yeah. someone else. <laughs> Very true. Um, Corey, I'm surprised you haven't seen it. It is a heist movie. Yeah, now that very... you say that, I, I feel like I definitely have not seen this, but I'm looking it's it up ex- now. But It's an extremely clever heist movie. Uh, Clive Owen is the one performing the heist, and Denzel Washington is the officer on the scene. He's a detective brought in. Great cast has uh, the late great Christopher Plummer passed away today. Um, Jodie Foster's in it. Uh, Willem, Willem Dafoe. Dafoe. Yep. Uh, I'm watching this shit like tonight or tomorrow. <laughs> it's on Peacock for free. Like I can't not. It's a heist movie. It's got some great people. I couldn't in it. get Peacock to work on the Fire Stick, so I was like, I'm not dealing with this. Chewie tell Edgy. Chewie tell Chiwetelogy of four, love that guy, such a good actor. Yeah, so good. Anywho, um, yeah. So the way the heist is performed is very unique, very crazy. Like the title makes sense at the end. Um, <gasps> spoilers. It, it's it's one of those. It's not really a spoiler. I know. And uh, you, as the audience member, you have to guess like what's going on. And Denzel does a tremendous job in it as the officer on the scene he like he's not as smart as the person performing the heist but he's like succeeding anyway and he's piecing uh, puzzle puzzle pieces together to try to like figure out like what's going on and uh it's very good this is one where it's like the movie is very good and denzel is a part of it it's not good because of him but it's such a good movie i had to put in my top five get it i mean that totally fulfills the requirement yeah, it sure. really it's a really does. good movie I mean, that Denzel is in. Exactly. Yeah, but he's it, the lead, right? Basically, co-lead, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's like uh, it works. He's the he's the protagonist. Yeah. I mean that's good enough. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's my list. It's yeah. Gonna go on there. Exactly. It's true. But I mean, like, there's enough movies where he's not the protagonist that easily could make any of our lists, like, <laughs> and still might. We don't know. Yeah. There's still, there's still movies to be talked about. All right. Joe, number three. My number three is the slight table from earlier, Malcolm X. Did you? I mean, obviously, you liked it. Your number three. Well, how how did you feel about his particular portrayal of Malcolm X? I haven't seen any other portrayals of Malcolm X, especially okay. not in like long form content like this. And believe me, I stress long form because it is Jesus. a long movie. I mean, did you? Happen to at any chance go back and watch any like Malcolm X speeches or anything like that? 
for no. comparison. Okay. Is it is it accurate? I think so. I he, mean, he looks enough like like Malcolm. Yeah, he he does a good job making like definitely taking on the appearance of Malcolm X and some of the mannerisms. I don't part. think his voice is quite there, but you can't do anything about a man's voice. Yeah. It is what it is. I think he did a great job as Malcolm X personally. I outside of maybe a couple actors who could reprise the role of Malcolm X today, I couldn't imagine anybody else doing it and I don't really know that there are too many people out there today that could do it. The movie's very long. Oh, yeah. I watched it for this. I saw it for the first time. Me too. It's early Spike Lee, and Spike Lee has a very, very distinct style. Yeah. And this movie was way too Spike Lee for my taste. You can tell it's early Spike Lee because he's in it a lot. He's in it so he, much. He's in it. The the this. I guess in the grand shots. scheme of things, he's not in it that much. but well, By comparison, I mean. Yeah. yeah. He, you don't like had, the camera work, right? Like you're not a big fan of like the way Spike he has Lee does the, his the typical Spike Lee shot where you, people seem like they're floating through air, and they're, when the camera zooms in and the background's moving, but the foreground's not. It's so strange. It he did it a lot in Malcolm X. Uh, the imagery I had a, I had issues with. He does a good job with it. Like Denzel's incredible in it. He probably should have won Best Actor that I'm year. I'm surprised he didn't. It. Yeah, he lost to Al Pacino. That was more of a lifetime achievement than it was. Oh, he lost. To, he lost the scent of a woman in that. He did. Oof. Yeah. That's I, not I, see that movie? That's not okay. I haven't. <laughs> yep. But it's. I like that movie. It's. It's. It's very good. It gets a bad rap because it took the best actor movies. from Denzel Washington from Malcolm X. Not only that, there were better movies that year, and Al Pacino has played in better roles than. The, the colonel and scent of a woman but yeah uh yeah i just i, I couldn't do it it made my it's one of the, the bubble ones for his performance alone but as a movie on its own it has zero rewatchability for me there's not even like a scene i want to go back and watch from it i wouldn't even watch clips on youtube of it like it's just i would watch not, him and i would watch him in prison again like honestly the him movie in prison is so good the movie was borderline boring to me until he gets to prison and i was like i don't know if i'm gonna like this and then it really it really hits its stride yeah and the rest the, the of the pri- movie the, is much better the prison scenes are the ones that stick out to me if i find movies like Everybody this meets banes yeah i find movies like this interesting especially as a historian and a history teacher like this is clearly in my wheelhouse of things that i should really enjoy but because of the length of them you can't often just find time to just sit down and watch them straight through. So I I tend to watch movies like this more for historical purposes, and I almost always pull stuff from his time in prison. I think those scenes are the best scenes. I think the way that he talks and the it way he... makes perfect sense. That's his turning point as a person. Yeah, exactly. His evolution in those in those scenes is just incredible to me. I love that. I love that part of this, of that movie. Yeah, it's a very well put together film. Yeah. Outside and of the the boring half hour in the beginning. That's my number three. Malcolm X. Number th- <laughs> and that leads it to my number three. I apologize for the delay. I feel like I might be saying I might be hearing a couple tables here. Training day? Table that. Yep. Did not make my list. Wow. Really? I don't like Angry Denzel. Oh, shit. <laughs> I can't comment until later. I don't. <laughs> All right, so number two, number two, Matt. My, my number two, let me just write down your number three, Corey. Okay. My number two 
is a film called Crimson Tide. Have not seen it. Did not oh, make my no, list. You guys haven't seen my whole fucking. All right. Anyway. No, no, I've seen I've seen Crimson Tide. Dude, he's in sixty yeah. something movies. I I did not I did not like I, not that I didn't anyway. like it. It was not my top five. Crimson Tide. He's aboard a nuclear submarine. He is a second in command. Gene Hackman is the captain of the submarine, and that crew has been together for a long time, with the exception of Denzel. So he's new, and a situation happens where. They're receiving orders. The orders are either going to be to attack or to retreat, but something happens with the communication and they it's severed. They don't know what the order says. So Gene Hackman goes, it probably is going to say attack, so we're going to attack. Again, this is a nuclear submarine, and Del Washington is like, hell no, we can't do that. What if it's to retreat? You're going to start an unfounded war. So there's a big power struggle going on board, and Denzel actually relieves Gene Hackman of command, which does not sit well with the rest of the crew who's been serving under Gene Hackman for a long time. So it's a very interesting power dynamic. Just don't tell me what the order says. I don't want to know. I'm not going to tell you. It's a very good movie. Very exciting. I love the setting, having it on a submarine where submarines, they maximize all their space. So there's very, there's not a lot of room to move around. It's very cramped. It's very crowded. And there's a lot of people on board and they're all angry. It so sounds a lot like Hunt for Red October. It's similar to Hunt for Red October. Uh, it's very tense. It's, it's a tense scene. There's uh, racism does play like a part in the movie, but I think they do, they think they do it in a very um, intelligent way. It's not like thrown in your face um yeah it's a good cast it has a i think james gandolfini's in it um vigo mortensen gene hackman denzel obviously um there's a quite a few that guys in it when you see it you're gonna be like oh yeah that guy i don't know their names like (laughs) but uh definitely uh check that one out joe i will eventually Eventually, after Inside Man, that's my that's my hierarchy right now. It's Inside Man, and then Crimson Tide, and then someone's number one that I've never seen. Flight, <laughs> maybe Flight. Maybe Flight. I guess Inside Man is definitely on the short list, right after Sound of Metal. Yeah, he should. Yeah, that's gotta be first. That because uh, you don't have to pay anything to watch exactly. Sound of Metal. Exactly. Uh, Joe, your number. We're on Joe's number two, right? Yes. Matt, that was number, number two, was Crimson Tide? Yes, it was. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my number two is The Hurricane. Bubble. Couldn't do it. Okay. I fucking... So good. So good. I watched it for this. Honestly, the rest of the acting in, in the by the other people in the movie, outside of... Oh my god, what's his name? Clancy Brown. Is not stellar, but Denzel's great. Denzel's amazing. I, I love boxing movies, and this is close enough to a boxing movie. It's technically a sports movie. Yeah. It made the Definitely. ESPN um, top 25 sports movies the last 25 years. I think it came in at 25. Yeah. <laughs> or 24, something like that. Denzel loves playing uh, actual people who struggled with racism. So I had to limit my list to two of those movies. So I figured, you know, Malcolm X and... And that the hurricane, pretty valid selections. Well, for those that don't know, the hurricane was a boxer who was wrongfully accused and arrested for murder. Reuben Hurricane Carter, yep, yep. in Great New bo- Jersey, boxer too. In New yeah. Jersey, I believe is where. And also they... screwed out of his title. Yeah. Yes. Believe the I believe the murder happened in New Jersey, or it was either New Jersey or New York City. It's one of the two. I th- I th- uh, is he? Oh, 
shoot. He either I watched was... so many Denzel movies. I can't remember if Harlem is Malcolm X or this. Harlem I... is Malcolm X. Yeah, Malcolm X, yeah. right? Yeah. I know that, again, I, I base a lot of my knowledge of the actual story of the hurricane from the Bob Dylan song. So, <laughs> which there are clips of in this movie. Yes. Of course there is. I, I think he I think he wrote the song right around the time the movie came out. The really? Came... It's the song. Okay. Wait, the song the... sounds old. Yeah, I thought when the song was older but this, than that. But this movie is in the what? 99? Oh, yeah, definitely. Never mind. I think. But the, the Bob Dylan song came out in like the 70s or the 80s. Yeah. The 75. was making movies in the 70s. Yeah, no, 99. you're right. I thought this was a later song. Yeah, no, he wrote, he wrote, um, he wrote Hurricane in the 76. So probably around the time the actual events happened. The actual event happened, yeah. I love the fact that he wrote the book that kind of inspires the actions of the movies while in prison, and it was published. Yeah. That's really cool. That's, yeah. Yeah, I love Denzel in this. This is my favorite Clancy Brown character ever. He's finally not an asshole. Like, I love their interactions in this. It's the two best actors by far in the in the movie. That's Just one of the things that... Having that, at it. That's one of the things that makes it not hit my top five, is that it wasn't an all like as all-around a movie as I would have liked. It's totally it's, fair. Yeah, that like legitimately. Otherwise, if it was just based off those two, it probably would probably would sneak in. Like they're I great. Kinda, yeah, yeah. I I kind of based my list on rewatchability, and like I I like I've seen um, the hurricane a couple of times. Like I've caught it on cable, but like it's it's dark stuff, and it's like oh, not it something it makes you mad. It's, yeah, and it's uh, I I don't like the way it makes me feel, even though like. Not to spoil it, but it's this movie that came out over twenty years ago. It's it's a happy ending, I guess, but like still, just what he went through. Well, it brings you down and it picks you up because like you find him, he he finally gets to form human contact with the people again, which is that's very uplifting. Lots of lots of scenes that got me in the feels. I love the scene. It might be his best acted scene ever, of him in solitary, where he's like. Oh, when, when he's his, when he has his, with, his his two alter egos, yes. basically, yeah, that's a that really good a, scene. Incredible. And that, and then once we finally see him laugh, like towards the end when he's when they're awaiting the verdict, yeah. So I was like, this is the first time he's seemed happy in this entire two and a half hour movie. Hate brought me in. Love's gonna bust me out. <laughs> How is that? Is that what it is? Two and a half, or does it go a little further than that? I think it's like. 220, 230. Okay. I, I haven't... Once again, it's a Denzel movie. He doesn't make movies that are that under two hours long, they... which killed me trying to watch more of them for this. That's honestly... definitely was one of the challenges here. It's the hurricane. It's on HBO Max for who knows how long. Definitely the month of February. Yeah. Apparently That's why it's... they edited it. <laughs> uh, By the time you hear this, it might be gone. Yeah. <laughs> All I'll right. try to be fast. So we're on to my number two, yes? Yes. Yep. Equalizer. Okay, put, we got there. We did get there. We did get there. Uh, regardless of what you think of performances or anything like that, this is just a fun, balls-to-the-wall, old-school action flick, and I fucking love it. Not to say the story's bad, because it's good, and Denzel is good in it, but... Even if you wanted to ignore it and just wanted to shut your brain off and watch a bunch of people fight, it's it's good. Lots of like, good improvised yeah. weapons. 
It's a it's a classic Liam Neeson meets John Wick movie starring Denzel Washington. <laughs> it's a, that's a hundred percent what this is. That's a hundred percent what the Equalizer is. Yeah, it's in the vein of Taken for sure. Yeah, yeah. but it's also has like the John Wick the John Wickiness of I'm retired. I'm not doing that anymore. Oh, but he's but he's the best there ever was. And the ever best there ever be. was. So uh, you know how you know how good this movie is. It sparked. A TV spinoff with Queen Latifah. Well, this movie is based off a TV show in the 80s. What? So it's a remake of a TV show starring Queen Latifah. It's a movie based on the TV show in the 80s. That Queen Latifah is now reprising. Rebooting the show. Rebooting the show of. Yes. What? Did not know that. You just blew Corey's mind in real time. I did. I really did not know that. Yeah, it's uh, so Denzel's ex-CIA in this. And he just goes around... Doing good deeds for people in his life, right? It's he gets caught up in something. It's uh, he's always got a tea bag on him. That's it. He's and he's reading those books. Old man's got to be the old man. Fish got to be the fish. Yeah. I I think that the fact that he, I I always like stories, especially action stories, where like the protagonist what doesn't want to get involved but has some deep seated moral obligation to do exactly that. And that's really what this movie is all about. Like, he doesn't need he doesn't need to go and save that girl. He has no conne- real connection to her in any substantial way. It's like he's his like, first friend since he retired. Really? Yeah, he's just friends with her. But he, friendship ca- is a powerful thing, Corey. But it's it's passing casual friendship because they sit in the same diner at night. It's not like they like cultivated a deep, meaningful friendship over years. Like, he's such a good person. He's doing something good because he can. He's, yes, it's it's, it's, a, it's pretty powerful. Spider Manning. Yeah, he's Spider Manning exactly. He's like if I if I can do something and I don't, then I'm as bad as the people that are doing the bad thing. Should have taken the money. Should have should have taken the money. I remember seeing the preview for this, and they they made a big deal out of him like checking his watch and like mapping out what he's oh, going yeah. to do. And I thought that's what the movie is going to be about. Like they kind of go away from that, and I'm glad they did. It's kind of dumb, but uh. I like it the first time you see it, where he glances at the watch and, like, guesstimates how long like it's going to take him. 16 seconds. 16 yeah. seconds. And then he does it in 16 seconds. You're like, holy shit. I, I think it did remember... 19. Yeah, it was, like, three seconds too slow. So... Yeah. yeah. And I think I, I remember seeing this with my dad. And my dad, we were in the theater. He That scene happens where he's, like, 16 seconds. Fucking does it in 19. And my dad audibly saying, holy shit, like, halfway through. Like my dad like got like thrown back in his chair by how fast the action was, and then literally audibly said, "Holy shit!" in the theater. It's like, Dad, we're watching a movie. Quiet. And then you guys <laughs> high fived. Of course, yeah. Yeah, naturally. Naturally. Uh, slight criticism: the fight at the end in the hardware store with the uh, sprinklers going off. Maybe mm-hmm. just my crappy eyesight, but he's fighting a bald man, and he's bald, and I cannot tell who is who because it's so dark. So I'm like, I hope he's winning. <laughs> I hope I'm rooting for the right guy. You know what? It it is a weird choice to have it be that dark. The rain kind of makes it, or like not rain, but the sprinklers make it hard to kind of visualize. Yeah. There, there's a lot. There is a lot going on in that scene. It's very. They they've kind of made it too epic, where it kind of yeah. muddled it. But they're like, we have some money left over in the budget. Let's just let's let's blow all of it. Come on. Yeah. They also do the one thing that does bother me about improvised like tools in a Home Depot. 
as weapons. That's the perfect place for That's a awesome. showdown. <laughs> no, no, no. It. I love it in general, but they do the one thing that I hate, which is they use nail guns. Like, they actually shoot nails at a distance. Like, you can't... You have to, like, push in the pressure to get them to go most of the time. They don't just, We've like, shoot nails. talked about this before. They do I make know. nail guns like that. I they don't. seen Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Lethal I, weapon. He kills two people with the nail gun. And I don't. I. I've never seen a nail gun do it. Talk to Mark, man. Talk to Mark. You know, He's got him. Right. <laughs> that's horrifying. Honestly, that's horrifying. He's got him. Most uh, nail. Most non-commercial nail guns don't let you do that. Let's put it that way. All right. So. Robert McCall right. is going to have the good nail gun. I think we can all agree. <laughs> that's a good point. Absolutely. Have you guys seen Equalizer Two? No, yes. I hear it's bad. It's not as good. It's, it's not fine. as good. If Equalizer is like a 9 out of 10, Equalizer 2 is like a 5.5, 6. Eh, I don't think a, I need it's, to. It's okay. Not, yeah, there's not enough interesting... I'll just watch the first one again. Perfect. Honestly, a better choice. Yeah, there's not there's not enough new interesting things that can happen in his life that warrants needing a second equalizer <laughs> i like to think the second equalizer having not seen it is he just meets a second girl who worked for that guy and is like well i gotta set you free too oh, the premise is actually interesting he's a lyft driver in boston so yeah. he just like comes across scuzzy people and that's kind of mm-hmm. like what he's been doing because at the end of the first one he sets up that like email that address that does sound interesting but like it goes down such a weird path it's like uh it's not that okay yeah, yeah he's finding craigslist sex parties not that weird is that a thing i don't even know I'd... everything's on craigslist <laughs> everything everything <laughs> all right now we are at our number ones matt what is your number one well, i've got to be true to myself here my number one's definitely not your guys' number one i can tell you that Damn sure. I mean, mathematically, we already know what everyone's one is except yours. Do we know what Corey's is? Yes. Yes. I know what Corey's is. Okay. I was paying that close attention again. My number one (laughs) Denzel Washington movie is a Tony Scott film called Unstoppable. I also wanted to watch that. So I'm glad it's your one. Unstoppable is about, it's based on true events too, which is kind of surprising. It's a runaway train. It's an unmanned run- runaway train that's going like 80 miles an hour, just coasting through Pennsylvania, taking out everything in its path. And it's, it has deadly chemicals on the train. And Denzel Washington is just a, a an engineer on the, or a conductor of, of the train. He's driving it. And Chris Pine is, he's working with Chris Pine. It's like a new guy, old guy relationship. And they're like, pretty combative at first but then they like find common ground saying like we got to stop this train <laughs> that's, 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 that's their common ground we got to stop, stop this train we got to stop this train and they're each going through different things in their life and i love denzel's performance in it because he's just a guy that's been doing his job for many many years and probably in the same position and people come in who are younger and they move up faster and like he just knows his job he knows his job perfectly he's and a he, cog he, he just demonstrates that constantly throughout the movie like they're they're gonna try all these different things to try to derail the train and denzel's like mm, not nah, not gonna work and he's like how do you know that he's like i just know and he does he's right he's right all the time he just knows as a great cast chris pines in it rosario dawson's in it that's um, right i do know this movie 
Kevin Dunn is in it. He's one of he's like my favorite that guy. He's like in everything, so he's like a little bit more than a that guy at this point. Where I actually know his name. Um, it's Kevin Dunn. It's Kevin Dunn. It is yeah. It's such a fun, thrilling movie, and it's like you can shut your brain off. A lot of the things that happen is like all right, this this is a little ridiculous, but it's just like really appealing. It's like a lot of fun to watch. It's a popcorn movie in every sense of the term. I love Unstoppable. I watched it last night. I've seen that movie 10,000 times. And I hey, I bought the Blu-ray recently because I didn't own it. I owned the DVD back in the day. But uh, I had to get it on eBay. And it was three ninety nine. But uh, it's... Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's very good. So uh, if you haven't seen it, definitely watch it. Uh, it's yeah. so good. So It's so much fun. It's like you're, bad stuff's going on, but you're like smiling through it. Because you know Denzel's going to save the day. Um, what's his face? Uh, the guy that's in almost every, uh, a lot of the Denzel movies. Um, keep going. Louis Elastic in, uh, The Replacements. Ethan Suppley. Yeah, he's in Suppley. it. Yeah, he's in it. Wow, that's good pull, he, Joe. I did not have that. I, I, knew, I knew one of you knew it. He's in a, quite a few Denzel movies. He's in that one, The Replacements, John Q. Others, but, uh. I've seen part of John Q. I didn't remember he was in that. <laughs> Others. others. <laughs> Can't think of top of my Several head. others. But uh yeah, guys, Unstoppable is freaking awesome. If I don't doubt it. Rules. Yeah. It was All on right. my list of three movies I didn't get to watch uh, for this. Okay. Alright, I have a serious question here, and I don't mean to potentially offend, so apologies if I do. Compare this to Pelham to taking a Pelham one, two, three. Totally different. I know that, but like as far as like train movies are concerned. Better or worse. Better or worse. All right, first off, we're talking the original Taken of Pelham or the Denzel Taken of Pelham? Denzel Taken of That's Pelham. a piece of garbage movie. So this is <laughs> way, Denzel way, John way. Travolta? Yes. Yeah, and I, I think that that may be one of the things that scared me away from this train movie. Is like, I've seen Taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3. I didn't like that train movie I've seen Denzel on a train. I don't like I've Denzel on a train. Yeah, I, I, I didn't like Denzel on a train. This is better. Substantially better. Way, they, way, okay. way better. Noted, noted. Unstoppable. Joe, that leads us to your number one. Number one. Uh, yeah, it's a table from earlier. It's training day. I figured it was going to be at least somebody's number one. I thought it was going to be more than just mine, so I'm surprised to hear this. But it's a really good movie, and it's one of the few times where Denzel is the antagonist. It sure is. It's got Ethan Hawke on his first day, and Denzel's the seasoned vet who has questionable methods but damn it he gets results it's true and i mean i guess he's an antagonist i mean no he's an antagonist he's I don't definitely think he's, an antagonist. he's definitely the antagonist but i'm trying to think if they try to like subtly hide it and you don't realize that he's actually the main antagonist they too. do for a while were, it's they do right yeah. yeah yeah I think that's worth it. I, I enjoy the hell out of this performance. That's I think really it's, good... it's it's one it's easily top three performances of him. He won best actor board. for this. Yeah, yeah. He's he's he just he was considered he was considered the lead. He had enough screen time to be yeah. to a I main mean, actor. If Hopkins is a lead in Silence of the Lambs, that's it. Denzel's you know, definitely a, a lead in Training Day. It's, it's a fucking. It's, great, that's a great fucking point. Whatever the movie wants or the studio wants you to, what category you want to be put at, right? That's not up to the Academy. Yeah. So, he had enough momentum that year to be best actor. Like he's in it a lot. He's very angry. 
I like I like so my angry. Denzel happy and smiling and <laughs> I like to mix up my Denzel. I like to show off my Denzel's range. <laughs> he he has well I was thinking about this before. Like like comparing Denzel to like like all time greats or or just of his era and like I was like, okay, like how does he compare to Tom Hanks? And I'm like, well, Tom Hanks does everything. Like he's comedies, dramas, historical fiction. Any and and Denzel's not funny. Denzel, Denzel is Denzel not funny. Doesn't do funny. No, he doesn't. That's no. that was like my one like hang up on it. I'm like, ah, Hanks got him in that regard, but Denzel's pretty damn good too. Yeah, I, I guess I lean I lean Hanks here, but Denzel Denzel is an incredible incredible actor. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything I've outwardly not liked his performance in. He's a very commanding force. Yeah, like you're just gonna pay attention to Denzel, regardless of even if you want to. Like he's just he's magnetic like that. I don't like him in Fences. That was one. That's one of the movies I didn't I didn't watch. It's based. Yeah, I thought about watching that for it's this. It's based on a play. Yeah, I, I should have. And he just yes. talks and talks and talks and talks. Well, I mean, it's a play, so it talks. makes play. sense. Talks. That's all they do. It's like it's like it's all they shut do. the hell up. That's, that's yeah. Oh. He's like, no, nah, Matt. Let me get back to this. Jeez. But even in but even in other movies that aren't particularly great, he's still really good in them. Like, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it when I get to the bubbles. Never mind. I'll, I'll sure. hold that yeah, yeah. that thought till then. Um, I just realized what your number one is, by the way. <laughs> yes, you did it. High five. Hey, uh, the battery acid scene is that's yeah, that's training day. And he scrapes the 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 battery. I'm trying to remember. It's been a while since I've seen Training Day. I just knew this would be my number one. That's fair. Matt, can you confirm that? Uh, I can look he it like, up. He's like, get... I, 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 I'm almost positive it's Denzel, and I'm all, I'm like ninety percent sure it's Training Day. I'm just gonna Google like, Training Day battery. Acid that's what I did. And see too, if anything yeah. happens. Yeah, he like he like open, he pops the hood of a car and scrapes a bunch of like the weird white gunky stuff around the terminals of a battery. I don't. I'm not getting any hits on this. Neither am I. Shit. I might be thinking of something else. Anyway. So the scene when the guy from, uh, what is it? Fear the, the, oh, what's the? Fear and Loathing Las Vegas? No, no, no. The Walking Dead, but what's the? Fear of the Walking what's Dead? What's the? Fear of the Walking Dead, that guy. When they find out that he has the girl's wallet. Ethan, I mean, it's Ethan Hawke, but that's. Mm-hmm. The most memorable scene of this movie, unfortunately, does not have Denzel in it, but <laughs> to me, <laughs> it's a fair point. But it's just, it's such, it, it, even, it transcends being a Denzel movie. It's just a great movie, and then Denzel happens to also be amazing in it. I think that's really one of, like, the keystones. And I would fully of... rewatch this movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. This is one of the keystones of, like, movies that like are special to me is when I go into them because like I went into training training day being like I like Denzel Washington I will watch this movie and then you're right it's it's so much better than just Denzel yeah. it's just a great movie like I I love like those yeah, I went into it because I heard that training day was a good movie and I was like yeah I'll watch that and I was like wow good movie kind of undersold this <laughs> I I can't believe how low the Rotten Tomatoes were on this is it's like 70-something, isn't it? 73. 73. It sh- I feel like it should be higher. I'm not saying it should be in the I 90s agree. necessarily, but it should at least yeah, be in the, be, be the like, mid-to-high 85. 80s. Yeah. yeah, exactly. According oh, to Google, well. 93 people like this movie, so I don't know what's going on here. 93 out of how many? 
It's Google. I don't know what the fuck how they rate their things. I just remember Eva Mendes looked amazing in this. <laughs> yes, she does. Yes, she did. Snoop Dogg's in it too, and Dr. Dre. Yeah, it's star-studded. Training day. That's my number one, guys. That's your number one. I gotta, I gotta find, I, I gotta find this battery acid scene. I know, I, I don't know what movie it is anymore. Do we have time? Make me this? upset. No, Corey, what's we your don't. Number one. My number one is American Gangster. Yeah. My number one is American Gangster. Uh, this is to me probably the movie, the Denzel Washington movie I go back to the most. I have seen this the most out of any Denzel Washington movies. Um, I think the story is interesting. I think that the acting in it across the board, more or less, is really, really good. I just love this. And just the story that it's telling in general. I know I said that a second ago, but like the idea that a man managed to bribe all the way up to the literal army is remarkable to me. It is such an interesting, interesting story. And I mean, yes, there are some substantially incorrect historical facts in this movie. But from a pure entertainment standpoint, the story is told really, really well. Yeah, it bounces really well between Russell Crowe and Denzel to give you kind of both sides. It's almost like a heat thing. Like, they're forming a respect for each other. Yeah. Which comes, like, which comes full circle once he does catch him. Like, that, that respect really shows out when he Drops being a prosecutor and becomes his defense attorney. My first Wait. client. That's crazy. Yeah. I find myself like this is another also one of those movies where despite it being pretty clear who the good guy and the bad guy is, I find myself rooting for the bad guy way more often. Do you root for Denzel in this? I am. Yeah, I What's am so Frank something, right? Fra- Frank Lucas. Yeah. Frank Lucas. Right. I'm so into Frank Lucas's rise to prominence that I'm like, I get it. You're a horrible person that like got all of New York City hooked on like the worst heroin ever. But you're hiding stuff damn, in bodies, cool. hiding stuff in caskets and shit. Like, yeah, the one oh, wait, scene, it's just caskets, um, isn't it? Yeah, it's like under the caskets. Like, like the, there's like a fake a fake floor. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. caskets. For some reason, so I thought it was corpses, and like, I was like, "No, it's just caskets." Yeah, that's because that was like that was the the weird like when they figured um, when Russell Crowe and the, the crew figured it out, and they went to try to like search the caskets because they figured it out that they were in the casket somewhere. He thought about like opening the mouth or like cutting the body open to see yeah. if they were stuffed with drugs, and the general's like standing over his shoulder, like, "Are you, are you really going to?" You really want to do that, son? Yeah, kinda. <laughs> Rethink that move, son. Like, it, like it was, yeah, it was intense. Um, the scene where he like shoots a guy, he shoots him in the face with um, who was it? Idris Elba. When he takes out Idris Elba's character, I forgot pretty, he was in this movie. Yeah, he's he's not in it very long. He was like one of the uh, other players in Harlem. And then after uh, his boss dies, he gets all of his brothers together and says, hey, we're going to start a mob family. And like mid conversation, he like catches Idris Elba on the street and stops him and says, you owe my boss five hundred dollars or whatever. He's like, he's, he's dead. I don't I don't I don't know him shit no more. He's dead. So he, he shoots him in the face. 
one of the most badass moments in that movie. Does he do and something I with the? Uh, because he sees him walking down the street and he leaves like a diner, right? And does something with sugar. That's that scene. Yeah, he emptied. Yes, he emptied. Like he empties the sugar on the table, right? Because he owed the boss like ten percent or whatever. Like that's what he owed. Whatever the money was, it was because he owed his old boss ten percent. Right. So Denzel was going to collect mm-hmm. and was like, "You owed my boss ten percent. It's now my ten percent." He's like, no, it's not. So he takes it and, like, puts it, like, in, like, his shirt pocket. Like, essentially a diner 10% tip in his coat pocket. So then he shoots him in the head and takes the money and puts it in that, like, oh, okay. here's your yeah, tip. Yeah. yeah. Remember he gives him me. back He gives him back the 10% in a, t- in a tip jar. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I, I fucking love that movie. Too damn long for me. I saw that in theaters. How long is two it? Hours like two hours and 56 minutes. 46, you said? 56. 56. That is a long movie. Oh, I thought it was shorter than that. Oh, well. Hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Too long is fair. But where did it made your list, though? Where where was it? It was going to make my list, though. No. It was my five. It made my, it was your five. made my bubble. Okay. Oh, The Equalizer was the one that hit all three of our yes. lists. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one movie that hit all three of us. That's crazy to me, but awesome. That is also crazy to me. Great movie. Oh, my God. All right, I'm done talking about uh, American Gangster. You guys have anything else to add to it? Nope. No, no, no? No, it's good. It's a good movie. All right, let's jump into the madness portion of our show. At this point in time, our friend Matt will get out his handy-dandy wheel that has all of our names and choices on it. Maybe the sound will be turned off. Sounds off. Hopefully. We will spin the wheel up. at least five times and come up with our final list of top Denzel movies. That's a great use of at least. Yeah. Thank you. If at any point a movie comes up that we don't think should be on there, we have, we each have the right to veto one movie, but unfortunately on the other side of that coin, we also each have one protect. So if for instance, I was to veto Joe's number four, and that you is wouldn't. his protect. I wouldn't. I know. But let's say I did. If I try to veto Joe's number four and it's protected, that movie stays on the list, and I've lost my my veto for the rest of the round. The protections and were chosen a little bit. The protections were chosen before the show began. The, the protections are chosen in advance. Yes, I apologize right. for that. No they got it. <laughs> All right, that more or less sums up the madness round. Do we want to say our bubbles? All right, oh, yes, yes, yeah. our bubble movies. Thank you. Uh, I'll start. My bubble movies were The Hurricane and Book of Eli. Book of Eli was a bubble movie for me. Along as I'm glad it didn't make any of your lists. That would be a veto for me. You don't like the Book of Eli? <laughs> I don't really like that movie, no. The Bible and Braille would not fit in the room that I'm standing, uh, sitting in right now. So <laughs> that was my big problem with it. But I, I, it was fun. It was a good action movie. John Q made my bubble Along with oh yeah, that's a good along one. Along with Malcolm X and American Gangster. Uh, my yeah, bubbles. You... Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say I forgot that you had a lot of bubble yeah. movies on this. Oh, you're right. He's had like four. Uh, my bubbles were He Got Game wow. and Remember the Titans. Wow. wow. I'm surprised that I mean I'm not really surprised. Necessarily. I haven't seen enough Denzel movies. Those are my bubbles. Oh no no, you've seen plenty. You're fine. I'm just saying. Remember the Titans didn't make any lists. Today. I'm surprised Glory didn't make your list, Corey. That was a movie uh, I was I was curious yeah. about. 
Yeah. It was it was close to making a bubble. Um, he's like barely in that movie. He won best he's supporting barely... actor for his portrayal. Did he really? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I don't even uh, think he's in that movie that much. Oh, he's in the movie a lot. My, um, I've got a lot of friends that acted in Glory. They they really enjoyed their time on set. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, Glory's a good movie. I I. The problem with being somebody who's as into the Civil War and is a, a Civil War living historian like I am is that it's really, really hard to enjoy watching a Civil War flick anymore because every little That's like right. That's not right. dude all the time. It's all I see. Or like I can't get past what's good about these movies because all I see is what's wrong. The guy from I, Office Space wasn't a soldier in the Union Army. <laughs> dude, I'll I'll ignore that. Matthew Broderick in a Civil War uniform. I'm all about that life. But like it, it's 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 dumb little things like the the North didn't have that that type of gun. Like it's it's dumb little things that nobody notices except me, and that 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 kills me. That kills me nowadays. Fair enough. That sounds that sounds like something that would annoy me if I were a history person too. Yeah. I get it. Alright, so let's start. Let's spin that let's wheel. Spin it. Alright. Spiel wheel spin numero uno. Up, tilt it down to me a little bit. Say oh, something can't can't Matt hear you. Okay. Matt two. Oh, what is that? Which is Crimson Tide. Dude. Crimson Tide. Good? Not good? Am I spinning again? Sure. I mean, you should definitely spin again regardless. Well, yeah. Well, I can move on to the next round. I'm okay with it. I'm waiting on Corey. Yeah, yeah, yeah let it go. Okay. Let it go. Okay. High enough of a movie that, it, that it'd be borderline rude to, to veto it. Uh, tilt down a little bit. My number three. Which is? Oh, never mind. Wrong light. Training Day. Yeah, I guess that's good. I'm, I'm, so, I'm certainly <laughs> not going to veto it. Yeah, I mean it's a number one. It's somebody's number one movie. You gotta leave it on there, right? All right, next spin. All's fair in love and madness. It's true. Up a little bit to me. It it's so white in the oh, background. It's so white. Yeah, Joe three. Text. Joe, Joe three. three. Malcolm X. I'm gonna veto it. Okay, wasn't my protect. Yeah, too damn long. It is really long. I I wish it was like an hour shorter. Yeah, there's a lot of backstory with the length of this movie, too. The yeah. studio wanted it one length. Spike Lee wanted it a different length. It was like a whole... Spike Lee was like, nah, five hours. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I wanted to come on six VHS tapes. Ideally, guys, this movie would be as long as Malcolm X's actual life, wow. but... We don't have that much film. <laughs> we don't have that much film right now. All right, so it could still come up. It could. We shall Wait, see. could it? Yeah, it's on Corey's list. It's on my list. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. Matt number three, which we just said. Inside Man. Oh, okay. I'm okay with letting that lie. I almost watched it. <laughs> I mean, it's on the short list of things I need to watch this weekend. So. All righty, next spin. What do we have? So I may far? not veto anything on Denzel. One, two, three. Okay, we got two more to go. I almost vetoed Crimson Tide, but I know you thought it. about it. I could tell. Uh, my number two, the Equalizer. Sweet. Okay, the only one that hit all three of us. I'm glad. God, thank, thank goodness for that. All right, last spin. Oh my God, American Gangster isn't gonna make it. It might I'm make so it. Sad. It, might, it may. Tilt up a little bit. Joe number four. 
The equalizer. That's the equalizer. Spin again. Spin again. <laughs> Come on. Uh, my number four, Malcolm X, already on there. No, it's vetoed. So now it is on there. <laughs> Do you want to veto your own choice? Do you want? Yes. <laughs> Is that allowed? I do. Did, yeah, you can. Not allowed? You All right. Yeah. Corey, did you protect Malcolm <laughs> I did not protect <laughs> Malcolm X. He forgot I... he protected Malcolm X. Shit. That would be like a top five moment oh of this my show God. ever. <laughs> I did not protect Malcolm X, no. But I am going to veto my own. I am going to veto my own choice. Malcolm Sometimes X dig. will not be on the top five list. Okay. You guys convinced me with the length. You vetoed it first. That's <laughs> true. Better, better movies. Better movies right. out there. Let's see if we can end this. Joe Five. Joe Five. American Gangster. All right. <laughs> it makes it strategic. Uh, wow, it paid off. Holy shit. That's the second week in a row, like a weird. We've done that a lot. We've done, we've been like down to the wire and be like, there's one movie we want to make yep. it. And it sneaks in. Uh... It, happened, it happened last week with uh palm springs it like yep. just barely snuck yeah. on the list what were your all protects uh american gangster okay mine i knew was, you guys weren't gonna like it quite as much yeah mine was the hurricane okay mine was unstoppable i knew Only that was gonna make your list. list yeah all right so we got crimson tide inside man training day the equalizer and american gangster this is gonna be tough I think it's pretty safe to say Training Day is going to be sitting at the top, right? Because that's the only one across all three lists, isn't it? Equalizer is the only one across all three lists. Let's do the easy, the low-hanging fruit here. Inside Man and Crimson Tide made my list only. So, mm-hmm. ipso facto, that's four or five. Well, which one, which one is four, which one is five? Well, Crimson Tide's two. I have Inside Man three. So, I would probably make I, that four or five. I, I guess I'd defer to your judgment on this. If I yeah. were making them sight unseen, I'd probably put... Crimson Inside Tide at the man. bottom. Me too, but... It didn't make any of your lists or any of your bubbles. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're Neither right. of them did. I'm just, the only, I'm just and letting the, you know. And the only one of those I've seen is Inside Man. Uh, not Inside Man. Uh, Crimson Tide. Right. So I can't, I can't even compare them based off my knowledge. So Truth. So Inside Man is five? Yes, it is. All right. So... And then Crimson Tide is four. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we have... American Gangster Shit. as a F- Joe Five Corey One, the Equalizer across all three lists, and Training Day as a Corey Three Joe One. So we have a one five, a one three, and then a across the board. I think a two four five. Yeah. For Equalizer. Hmm. I I don't I don't think Equalizer should be number one. I understand that like logically. I also speaking, don't think Equalizer should be number one. <laughs> I, I, I logically understand that it's in all three lists, so you would think that it should just go to the top automatically. I don't necessarily... I'm okay with putting that. it at three, honestly. Like, right? Splitting the difference? It made my five, so yeah, I'm fine with it being three. That's that's perfect. I mean, okay. I think it's... Logically, based off the three movies that are left, sure, I had Training Day below it, but all things being equal... It's Joe's I, one. I, I, yeah, it's Joe's one, so I'd rather have Joe's one closer to the top. And leave Equalizer at three. Thanks, bud. Yeah, listen. It's only going to get bloody now that we have to accept that American Gangster has to, or American Gangster has to be number one. I mean, it's one three versus one five. Who are we even talk? What are we even talking about? 
Wait, American Gangster was your five? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Matt, thoughts? Weigh in on this. From a list setup, I had American Gangster as a bubble. But mm-hmm. from the Denzel performance standpoint, and for like a. American Gangster is a very well made movie. It's just too freaking long. So, like, I don't revisit it that often. Training Day is a very good movie in its own right, and Denzel's performance is probably better in Training Day than it is in American Gangster. Again, it's not my cup of tea. But, again, it's a 1 3 versus a 1 5. I mean. <laughs> so, I'm going to somehow be punished because I have Training Day higher on my list. That's what we're saying. That's really what. That's really the precedent we're setting here, is that I'm getting punished. I mean, the precedent we're setting is not punish Corey for his list. It's. I mean, it, it, give it, the it, better movie the higher ranking. <laughs> it's weird, and it also yeah, so, it made my bubble. So does that bump American Gangster up a little bit? I don't want to do something generic like flip a coin, but it, it, it it's it's splitting hairs here. <laughs> it, it it. So wait wait wait. Training day was or was not on your not list. Not on my list at all. Nor was American Gangster. No, but again, it's a Denzel list. Performance-wise, Training Day, but Denzel's performance in Training Day is better than American. His performance in American Gangster, but American Gangster is a better movie. So that I, it's, I'm having a, a hard struggle with. But it's not top five Denzel Washington. Is it top five Denzel Washington movies or top five Denzel Washington performances? What weighs more? That's a good question. I mean, if. I feel like this is going to end up being to my detriment, but I feel like if the movie sucks, but Denzel's good in it, it's not nearly as good of an accomplishment for the list. Neither movie sucks, though, so... No, I know that, but I'm saying, like, I would say the movie as a whole, in my opinion, weighs in more than just the performance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would say that... The thing that I'll give Training Day... The only thing, uh, the only thing personally that I'll give Training Day over American Gangster is that it was like the first time for me, anyways, that I was like, "Oh, this Denzel Washington guy's got chops." Like it's the first movie I remember watching with him in it. He's like, he's like out of his comfort zone in this movie because you, you watch the other Denzel movies and it's like he's always the protagonist. Yeah. He's always righteous, but this guy, this guy's dirty. I forget his name in it for some. This is sad. I mean, we could name? we could we could always go to the tried and true Rotten Tomatoes and see who, what they think is is. Well, we, we already know the Training Day score sucks. <laughs> you bastard. Well, what about the uh, well, American Gangster is not that much higher. American than... Gangster may not have no, that much it's, higher. It's not that score higher than Training Day, but we didn't account for the audience score either. And I think Training Day probably has a higher audience score. All right, I'll tell you right now. Uh, training Day is a seventy-three eighty-nine. Okay. And American Gangster is in 8183. Oh my god. Those are very close. They are close. They really are. This, this is, is un- this is an unfortunate decision that we all have to make. What was uh American Gangster? 8183. By the sl- Critic to audience. By, Wait, hold by on. The slim, by the slimmest of margins, it's eighty one to eighty two. <laughs> if you average them both together. Average, oh my god, 81, 81, 82, what, gangster? Gangster. Yeah, that makes sense, because, I mean, yeah, is 81, 83. It's a very easy yes. average. <laughs> That's true, yeah. But 89% is the highest. 
of people out there, not critics. <laughs> Everyday assholes like the three of us. <laughs> well, it, all right, it didn't let, make my list at all. So how are we? <laughs> and the, and that's it, right? So, totally so let's fair. let's take let's take the bu- let's take the bubble into account. I say we put e- uh, Training Day at two and American Gangster at one. I mean, I don't love it, but I, I can live with that if, Matt, you concur with that. Because you're kind of the tiebreaker in this scenario. It's true. Which one would you rather see on top? Unstoppable. But that didn't, <laughs> it doesn't factor into the <laughs> equation. It doesn't. It's which not one even one of the, the two choices. Mo- which one of the two movies that you have to choose between would you rather see on top? Well, you phrased that very interestingly. So if which one of those two movies would I rather see? <laughs> Take away the on top. <laughs> it's training day. <laughs> But I think Amer- American Gangster is a better movie. Denzel's better in Training Day than he is in American Gangster. This is my dilemma. I feel like you're giving us a lot of nothing. I, I am giving you a lot of nothing. <laughs> I'll make the call, but it's... it's. Uh, I don't have a coin. I was going to flip a coin and just, just that's how I was going to decide it. Hey, Trace. <laughs> <laughs> What's better, American Gangster or Training Day? Uh, that doesn't. I can't do that. <laughs> That's yeah. I was gonna say, Jesus. Hold on, hold on. I got this. I got this. I swear to God. Pam. Pam. Is Veronica sleeping? Pam, can you uh, hear me? Probably. Damn it, she's not in the living room. Because right? where she was in the living room. Never mind. Ah. All right. All right. We should just look. Uh, okay. I think Denzel's Washington performance should outweigh the quality of the movie because it's a Denzel Washington list. I would say Training Day by the slimmest of margins. The very, very slimmest of margins. It's almost like a 1A, 1B. Yeah. Oh, and I mean, listen, at the end of the day, as much as I would like to see uh, American Gangster on top, one, I got my number one movie as the number one movie last week. So I really can't be upset about getting... My number, t- my number one movie to number two this week, and I was, I was, I was gonna have a and, similar argument if I lost this. And on top of that, I also had Training Day on my list at a high number, so it doesn't. I'm not upset about it. Like, sure, I would have liked to see American Gangster on top. I don't. And, uh, that's. I think that. I think that you're right. I think that you have a very valid point. Saying performance has to outweigh movie because it's about his performances in these films. Yes, I mean, I can't even. I'm not gonna argue against the verdict in my favor. So let's just. But Corey, hats <laughs> off to you, man, vetoing your own list. To yeah, get your, bold play. To get your number one on the list. Uh, Otherwise, we don't even have this that's, debate. It's, it's pretty it's incredible. It's true. It's yeah. Listen, it was a it was a scary move. You know, you don't really see the challenge play come out in the Super Bowl as often as you like, but sometimes you got to. Can we say sometimes. that, judges? Yeah. Shit. We're, Delete, yeah, delete everything. It's fine. No one's listening yet. <laughs> yeah. Delete true. everything. Delete Nuke the whole it. thing. Press uh, the red yeah. button. Sometimes you're not sure if you want to throw the challenge flag out and you make a 50-50 call on it. And today it worked out in my favor. So next week we don't. We, I might not be so lucky. So. Word. Um, so Matt, what's, what's our list? I think it's time for Matt to reveal the definitive best top five Denzel Washington movies according to this podcast. And thus written in stone for the universe. Absolutely. Nice. Number five, Inside Man. Number four, Crimson Tide. Number three, The Equalizer. Number two, American Gangster. 
and the number one Denzel Washington movie is Training Day. Hell yeah. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. Well, watch all get, those movies. Yeah, definitely. If you haven't seen any of those movies, you definitely need to jump on watching them. But with that being said, and I know you guys want to get excited and get ready and prepped for next week's episode of Five Movie Madness. So I will be the first one to reveal to you guys that next week we will be revealing our top five 80s action movies. If you have any critiques, add-ons, or something that we missed in today's list, you can email us at 5moviemadness. That's the number 5moviemadness at gmail.com. Or you can tweet at us at the same thing, 5moviemadness with the number 5. Yeah, send us what your action movies are. See if they make the list. Yeah, absolutely. send us your Denzel movies. Send us all your sure. lists. That would be super yeah. fun. And seriously, yeah. email in. We don't get emails. We will read it on air as long as it's not offensive. We'll, we'll, we'll screen them first. And uh, if you... Ha- I mean, we're not crazy. Yeah. I'm speaking for the show here, but if you have a category that's doable, we'll probably do it because we're, you know, just kind of pull one out of our ass. Because there are starts. very few new releases and... and- Topics are meaningless nowadays. Pretty much. so. It's true. Yeah, it's hard to find things that are super topical. So we want to hear what list you want us to make so that we can cater our content for you. That's our goal. So We're here you can for be you. angry about our lists per- and personally offended. If you want to give... <laughs> that's, the, that's the dream. If you want to give Corey yes. homework and make him make a side list that has nothing to do with the show, email us in. He'll do it. <laughs> you have no idea how quick I'll do that. I need anything to distract me from doing my real work. Absolutely. I wish I had that problem. I work from home. I sit in a chair for nine hours a day. Please give me something to do. I work from home two days this week. Because of the snow. I work from home zero days this week. Did you have to go in on Monday? My car battery died. So, no. Even if I wanted to go in, I couldn't have. Yeah. Lucky. No. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Treacherous. All right, we've, we, we've dragged this on long enough. Yeah. Let's let the people go. Thanks Thank again for listening. All from all of us here, to all of you out there in Radio Land, stay frosty and enjoy some movies. Bye. Bye.